Thank you for listening to the program. I was going to read out of Luke, uh, 7th chapter. It came to pass that he went into a city called Nain, and he was in Capernaum. It came to pass the day after, and that was the centurion that's recorded there in the first part of the chapter is uh, the healing of the centurion servant. And as far as being fishermen uh, of men versus fish and what we're trying to see brought out, this brings out that I didn't mention last time, the centurion. He was a Gentile. We talked about that. But, yeah, even they were, <laughs> they are to be saved and, and like Cornelius Peter talking to him. And even then the Lord said about the centurion, I have not found so great a faith, not in Israel. So the idea there. But it came to pass the day after that, that he went into a city called Nain, which would have been about 20 miles uh, on the map, looked like about 20 miles away at least. And so they, many of his disciples went with him, the ones that were a small group, a hundred or more, but, but many of them went with him and much people just pe- the multitude they always were around him and he came nigh to the gate of the city Nain and behold a dead man carried out uh, the only son of his mother and she was a widow much people of the city uh, they were with her and so you had a crowd there coming out of the gate of the city and the Lord a crowd following him and they meet right there and the Lord saw her He had compassion on her and said, Weep not. He came and touched the bier or the coffin or however they were carrying him. He came and touched it, and those carrying him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto you, arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak. And he delivered him to his mother. Over here in Luke, just a couple of chapters, he talks about the little girl that, and he said to them, weep not, she's not dead, but asleep. And they laughed at him, knowing she was dead. He put them all out, took her by the hand and said, maid, arise, and her spirit came again, and her parents were astonished. So it's, that's, and he charged them, don't tell anybody. So that, that, but that's the same idea here, and that may have been their only daughter I don't know but this here I didn't want to miss the idea that God gave his only begotten son see he had compassion on her he had compassion on people but you you have to imagine the scene here is they the the crowds that and the Lord saw her walks up to her grief-stricken widow lost her only son and says, weep not. And Luke only records, he didn't say he's not dead, but only asleep. But it's the same idea because he came, touched, they stood still. And he said, young man, I say unto you, arise up. In the people at that moment, right the second before the man did set up, they would think, what, that man can't hear? What's he, what's he thinking? And over here, they had time, so they laughed at him saying, she's not dead, but asleep. And he apparently didn't say that here, but still, weep not. And then he turns to the dead, as it were, a dead body, saying, young man, I say to you, rise up. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak. In Acts, 
it's interesting to me anyway that that word there in the Greek is translated at least one place as preach. Now, he didn't start preaching, but he began to speak and say what? What? What would be the obvious question? What happened? Where were you? How was it? What did, was it like to be in paradise? Well, I don't know, but he began to speak. And he took him by the hand, I would think, and said, Mother, or, you know, my, woman, here is your son. But he had compassion on her. He understood and realized what he was. Look at the garden. Grief, I'm troubled unto death, my soul. Uh, and, and he was under so much grief because, and he said, I will lay my life down. I will raise it up. The father will raise me up. I will, they didn't have, he didn't have there wasn't somebody to replace him here to say, woman, here's your son, your only son, that, that was everything you had. And the father and son, that, that's who they had was each other. Eternity passed, the love they had. That The father would say, I've lost my only son. He's dead. And the Lord said, I am he that was dead, yet I'm alive. And, and it, it's not like this man here. He would be the first thing he'd say, well, no, I didn't die. I was in paradise. My body died, but I didn't. So that's why the Lord said he's not God of the dead, but of the living. The body dies, but the, they don't. And this man didn't. And he knew that. And Lazarus knew that. So the dead, though, as it were to them, people, I don't know, you, you don't see paradise. You don't see the spirit. You don't. So all like death from early on, isn't it? Really? It's the main thing. And scripture talks about it through fear of death. People are blinded their whole lives because of fear. And, well, a lot of people are afraid to die. Well, what about after that? Well, okay, dying, but nobody knows, and you could call it a fear or, or not or what. But when this happened, there came a fear on all of them. And they glorified God, saying, a great prophet. Who do men say I am? Well, some of them say you're a great prophet. But we know you're the Son of God. But see here, even though they saw this, and this is the first recorded uh, of the raising of the dead. And I'm not saying, but that does say that's the greatest miracle, as it were. He said the greatest sign will be when I raise myself. Uh, but he said you still won't believe, and they didn't. Not his enemies. That won't do it. Uh, it, it and so anyway, but a great prophet, and God has visited his people. And this rumor of him went throughout all the Judea and the country, the region all around. I, the word there for rumor is the word logos, means word. It really is. And I know we associate in the beginning was the word. That's, but it is a word, logos. Lego is the verb to, to lay out, to, to put out an idea. And then the word, the logos, is that idea, that word. So this word of him, this story, what happened? This, and you say rumor to us today, well, it may not be true. Well, people would say, this is what I heard from and if you didn't see it, it would be, as it were, the the real meaning of the word rumor is the word of what happened. And uh, anyway, uh, but but everyone knew and heard and he knew and his disciples anyway. And many people would have heard him say, I came to give my life a ransom for you to make you live again. And the promise of the Spirit, that's how it works. That's what he had to tell Peter at the end, get his attention by calling him Satan. What are you saying? Don't do that. If I don't give my life and make the way and through the power of the resurrection, that's why only he could do that. That's, 
and but still that that's what he said and that is true he had to do that or we, he would not the way would not be there for him to live in us as us and be born again and that is life so to understand what death is is what's life and true life real life is him the light of the world the life of man he lights every man that comes in the world but the light that he's talking about and the life he's talking about when he lives in you to light every man is every creature of course he's a little god given a, a part of the spirit of god it all like paul said to the in athens to the to the philosophers there, at, uh, you know, in him you live and move and have your being. And he's not far from you. But, but this is about him. This is about the creator, the Lord, the Son of God. And he's, you know, he knew. I, I mean, how could he not think of she, like, and the father when that was happening? And his, they did. That did happen. He gave his only son. He, he died and he, but he was raised back. So this represents that to me. And, but it just said the Lord saw her and he had compassion on her. It went right straight to her. The two people, two crowds meeting and those two people. And he goes and says, don't weep. Then he said to the young man, set up, get up. And the one that was dead set up and began to speak and deliver. And a great fear came on everyone. And they said, oh, this must be the Messiah it has to be. No, but it has to be a great prophet. Nicodemus, we know you're from God. You couldn't do the things you do, but he didn't even get the question out. The Lord said, you have to be born again to know me. And that is so true. He must live in you. He told them that. Then you will have life. Then I will live in you. And you'll remember all the things I said to you. And I'm saying to you, those things now and he did before then but he said when i live in you i'll bring all these things to your remembrance and guide you into truth into the the truth and that's exactly what we experience today in like he said he that believes in me and i live in him he will never die that's being really dead the lost being not their body but their spirit dead in sin is you're not god you're ungodly. That's it. That's a, that's qualification enough right there. Not to be God. That's why he said, "Why do you call me good? There's only one good. There's only one holy." And that's so. I don't know. This this is a really. This woman. Can you imagine? And that son. Can you imagine? The rest of their lives. They, would have known. You would think who he was. And believed in him. And yet, still, something to think about, this man would have died again and probably went to his mother's funeral and then see. So these were things very powerful, but they were signs. And it really, the reality is when he raises us from spiritual death by living in us, that's the only way it can happen. Thank you for listening to the program today.